Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. But guys, I want to welcome you guys again to Breakfast with Champions. My name and I am a disruptor. I am an ignited force for change in this world. I've been a mastery expert and coach for over 18 years at this point. And now I'm moving forward, expanding, going international. I have a podcast, the Evolved Mastery Podcast. There are over 47 countries and people all I'm also the published author of Awakening Your Inner Master, Journey of Self-Mastery. And you can find that on Amazon, or you can go to my, my Evolved Mastery website, and you can get a free copy today if you just go to the first page of EvolvedMastery.com. All that information is in my bio. But guys, that's not why I'm here today. I'm not here to talk about me. I'm not here to go off on you guys and, and to do what I normally do. I'm here to introduce somebody to you guys, this amazing friend of mine, Miss Renee Marino. And, you know, I, I met this individual working with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, and I watched her rise. And I didn't even know who she was, but what I had no choice but to acknowledge was the power in which she showed up with, the power in which she communicated and she expressed herself. And not only did it open her door, her entire life she's been working on the art of communication, mentally, physically, you know, soulfully, emotionally. And she's developed skills and, and talent that has taken her through Broadway. She's been in several Broadway shows, one of the top actresses in, in, in Broadway. She's a excuse me, communication coach, and she's also an author and a keynote speaker. And she has a lot going on. She was the co-host for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi's Virtual World Summit. She was also... Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop doing this right now, and I'm going to let her introduce herself because I know she's just itching to have this conversation, and we just had an interview ourselves on my podcast, so you guys got to check that out. But, Renee, are you there, dear? I am here, my friend. Thank you, Princeton. Hi, everybody. I am so, so happy to be in this room. You know what's so cool? Like, you can feel the energy 
even through good old clubhouse. Like the minute I stepped into this room, if you will, and I saw like all my friends up here on the stage, new friends and friends that will become my friends. I was like, damn, this is just a, a good energy room. So kudos to all of you up here. Um, can I, Can you hear me okay? Yes, you're coming through okay. loud and clear. Perfect, perfect. So yes, as Princeton said, I am a communication coach. I am an author. Um, really excited. My first published book is, is available for pre-order. It's being released in January and it's called Becoming a Master Communicator. Uh, this career shift for me happened just about a year and a half ago because before that, as Princeton just said, I was a professional actress on Broadway, in film, TV, and that was always my dream to perform on Broadway since a little girl. And it's funny, you know, Princeton and I just chatted about this on his podcast, but I said something to him that I also talk about in the book, and it was this, that sometimes what we, uh, what we achieve, wait, no, sometimes what we dream doesn't hold a candle to what we achieve. And I want you all to, to really take that in and let, and, and let that absorb because when we can find that moment, I know Miss Lolita was just talking about the power of the pause. When we can find that moment to step back in whatever way that may be for us and throw our hands up and surrender, I believe that sometimes that's when God, our creator, higher power universe, whatever you believe in, has the chance to step in and lead us instead of us trying to take that control and lead life. And for myself, that has happened on so many occasions because just like you, many of you, I like to try to control things, right? Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's going to be like this and it's going to be like that. And when I had the honor of not only being on a stage with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, two of my mentors, but also when I got to play the lead role of a Clint Eastwood film in Jersey Boys, the commonality in both of those two high-level, crazy, amazing experiences in my life is that it was actually nothing that was ever planned. Nothing that kind of was even in my ether of like, this is what I want to do. It just happened by me, number one, communicating honestly and authentically first with myself and then with my exterior relationships. And, and number two, by just showing up, by just being me. And it sounds so like simple and so like, what do you mean? Just be yourself. But it's freaking that simple, everybody. We love to complicate shit. Just be you in all of your fury, fully, completely, entirely, and stop wasting time on comparing yourself and thinking you have to be more like this to be a coach like that, or you have to be more like this to be an author like that. No, screw that shit. Be so fully yourself with your feet on the ground, taking those deep belly breaths and showing up. That is what allows life to lead you. And for myself, that is, I feel like the main ingredient when I really think about it, that and, and being so in touch with myself through conversations, through journaling, those two ingredients is what has allowed me to do things in my life that were way more than what I ever dreamed. 
Wow. And, and you know what? It, it's so powerful. I, I love that you started with, the, with that. You know, so many of us are constantly assessing ourselves, comparing ourselves, judging ourselves, critiquing ourselves, and it keeps us from owning our power in the moment and surrendering to the moment and what's available to us. You know, but you've had to grow through a lot to get to this point you know, to become a professional actress and just the agent of change that you are, even getting to this point, you know, where we've all had to navigate through COVID and challenges of that and, you know, family and all the different things that we've had to grow through. You know, I love how you just communicate your ability to be vulnerable, to own the power of you, because I think that communicates more than anything else in your life. Because if a person, if a person says they want something, but they do not own the power and the fact that they have the power to create that something, they will never manifest it. And I think so many people, you know, the way they communicate to themselves, about themselves, about their life, limits their ability to show up. And I know you are a powerful communication coach and, you know, you're showing people, even in your book, I love how you're diving deeper into relationships, you know, and so I'd love for you to talk about that a little bit you know, what really drove you to this point where you wanted to become a, com a communication coach, you know, following being an actress and working with Tony and Dean? Like, what really transitioned you to say, you know what, this is where I'm supposed to be, and it's time for me to make my impact in the world? Princeton, for as long as I can remember, I have always been obsessed with communication. And I do know that that starts with, with how I was brought up. In my Italian-American family, we'd sit around the table, we'd talk, we'd eat, we'd argue, but we connected. It was always about connection through communication. And as I grew throughout my life in college, I remember it was the first time that I realized, oh, not every family communicates like my family, right? I had friends who told me that their families never talked about feelings. They never talked about deep level stuff, right? Everything was surfaced. And it was the first time that my eyes were open to the fact that, oh, we are all from different cultures, backgrounds, places. We're so different. And that means that the way we communicate is so different. And being a performer, you know, you're communicating on such a high level because my body as an artist is my tool, right? I'm on a stage in front of sometimes 20,000 people, 5,000 people. I need to be communicating my story as that character so clearly that you can tell my story in the back of the house of that 20,000 seat arena. And I realized that this idea of communication was happening for me through so many different vessels. As an artist, I mean, performing in front of masses. And then in the dressing rooms, right? Communicating with my girls and talking about relationships and who this one's dating and who that one's dating. And I'll tell you something. When I was doing the last uh, Broadway show, I did Pretty Woman, just like the movie. I was in the, in the dressing room with my girls and there was like eight of us, you know, in a four by six dressing room. And I remember asking this to one of my girls who was starting to date a new guy. She was talking about like, oh, it's going really well. And, you know, they've been dating and, you know, she was questioning like the next step. And I asked what I thought was a simple question. I said, well, did you talk about it? Thinking like, huh, of course she did, right? That's like so ground level basis question. And she looked at me and she goes, no, 
like, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't, you know, we just started dating and I was like, boop, light bulb went off. And I was like, this is the damn problem. We are not communicating. Here this girl was in a great new relationship. She's really feeling this guy, like things are going well. And she wants to kind of talk about what the next step is, right? She's a woman in at that point, you know, in her 30s, not that that matters. But for her, she's like ready to start settling down. But she didn't know where he stood. And here she was afraid to simply ask. And I said to myself, damn, then we wonder why we have issues in our relationships, not just personally, but professionally too. How many times have you known in your gut and your spirit that it was time for you to get that uh, promotion? You were equipped with the skill set that your boss just explained that they need, but your fear held you back from asking if you could have that promotion, asking if you could have that next step. And then what happens, everybody? We kick ourselves in the butt when the opportunity passes us by, and then we feel regret and we feel worse about ourselves. So all that to say, these these thoughts, these situations just spawned me to say, you know what? This is something else in my life I need to explore. Yes, I'll always be a performer at heart, right? I will, listen, I'd love to do another film one day, or, but right now in my life, this needs, this message needs to be out in the world that everything starts with communication. And when we learn to master this skill, we truly become limitless. Mm, thank you so much. I love that answer, Renee. And you know, when I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, you know, you being an actress, you know, what, what came to mind as you were sharing that were the way we communicate through the roles that we play, you know, and you know, a lot of times I know, you know, a lot about like method acting, you know, they become people in, engulf themselves. Like you were saying, when you become a role, it, it, it per Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Permeates every part of you. It's not like you just pretend, okay, this day I'm going to work on a little bit and then tomorrow I'm going to work on a little bit here, you know, or, or there, you know, it's, it's an everyday thing. I look at a lot of actors who basically they have to become this person and they, they, they bring this person into their lives. They, they engraft themselves, envelop themselves in this idea, this persona. And it becomes them so much to a degree that when we watch them on screen, we cry with them, we laugh with them. And I've talked about this a lot, you know, but I want to ask the people in the room today, how are you playing the role in your life? How are you communicating to the audience of your own experience? You know, whether that's a, a, the audience of a new opportunity, the audience of a new relationship, the audience, you know, whatever the audience is, how are you communicating? How are you owning your power in that space? Because, you know, Renee, in talking to you earlier, we were talking about the importance of owning your power, the importance of surrender. You know, that was a huge part of a lot of what you accomplished and have yet to accomplish is the fact that you have just surrendered to the role that you are here 
for this greatness. You are here to raise the awareness around communication. You are here to ignite change in the way people see relationships. You are here to ignite the way people communicate and, and put themselves in front of a camera when they're building their businesses or working online. And, you know, there's so many different levels to communication, whether it's personal, professional, or spiritual, that so many people are missing, you know, but You've been on this journey for a while now, and now you're stepping out. You have so many people standing behind you with this book. You know, Russell Brunson, Pete Vargas, Tony Robbins, you know, um, Dean Graziosi. All these people are doing forwards or, or, or basically promoting your book because it's had such a massive impact, and they know it's going to have a massive impact because of how you've shown up and, and, and honored the role of you. Not the role of Tony, not the role of Dean, not the role of other people. You've, and you've honored your, you know, and I, that leads me this question to the audience. How many of you know your role? You know, a lot of people are living these less than what they have the potential to be because they don't know their role. They don't know their purpose. They don't know what they've been gifted to do. And that leaves them kind of jumping from one thing to the next. And one thing about you, Renee, is that you have committed yourself everything from everything that i know about you from your journey to become a, a successful actress to you know working with some of the best in the in the coaching industry to now writing and publishing your own book and stepping out when you commit to something you commit 110 percent you communicate mind body and soul through your actions through your words through your thoughts and you become it you embody it talk to us a little bit about that and how that's assisted you in your journey and open some doors for you. I love that you just brought that up, Princeton. No joke, I was just talking to my mom about this. We were eating lunch and I was talking about how I believe my purpose in this life um, is to experience and use and share all of my God-given gifts. And so many people say to me like, Broadway's opening back up, are you going back? Like, you know, you're going back, right? And I'm like, well, listen, I love, like I said, that's always a, going to be a part of me. And sure, I may do Broadway again. I may do a film. But my time right now is to explore my other gifts. And what you just said, bringing, bringing myself fully to everything I do is part of my purpose. Whether it's good, whether sometimes I'm frazzled, whether sometimes I'm like forgetting shit, I got to be all of me. All of me loves all of you, right? We need to sing that song to ourselves. All of me loves all of you, all your uh, imperfections. Because this journey is a journey to true self-love. And I'm learning it every day. Trust me, I trip up every day. But with that said, I don't feel good or satisfied at the end of the night when I put my head on that pillow until I know that I've exhausted every one of my skills. Now that doesn't mean every single day I'm singing, dancing, coaching. No, no, no. But I have to know that I took one imperfect action step towards something that I want to explore. And for all of you, I want you to think of that. What are your God given gifts? Do you want to leave this earth knowing that you left a stone unturned? I don't, God, the thought of that makes my skin crawl. And I was just saying that to my mother, you know, I have, I have a friend of mine and we are like the best of friends, but we are so different. And this is why we can't compare, right? This whole idea of comparison is such bullshit. And trust me, I fall into the pattern so often. That's why I can speak on it. 
But it's such bullshit because we are all so different, made to be so different. And I have one of my best friends, when I tell you guys, we are like sun and moon, night and day, like so different. She is so satisfied with doing everything that she's done since high school, right? She has her same job since high school. She, you know, lives in the same house. She, like, everything is exactly how it's been. Because she doesn't, she is such a peaceful person. She's led by joy. But she's also someone who doesn't need to explore every one of her gifts. She feels satisfied just doing what she does in her day-to-day. And she's good, right? And that's what I love about her. Because she brings that out in me. Where sometimes I'm like, but I got to do this. She's like, we call each other whack. She's like, come on, whack. Let's just chill out, right? So she's good for me because we're opposite. But at the same time, when I try to think like, okay, Renee, could I be like a nine to five person who just kind of does the same thing every day? Some days I think I could. And then I get real with myself and I have that conversation with myself, that communication. And I go, Renee, who the hell are you fooling? Who the hell are you fooling, girl? You are the person, right, who literally left, like, after college, toured the world on different tours. You jumped out of an airplane on your honeymoon to skydive. You know, you've lived all over the world. You did a movie. You, you've tried this. You've tried that. You've fallen on your face. And even when you fall, you feel good because you know you're doing it out of exploration of your God-given gifts. Mm. So, you know, all of that to say, Princeton... You know, whether I'm, you know, making a mistake here, um, you know, not perfectly communicating, right? That's part of the journey. That's how I can be such a great coach. Because if I'm perfect, which none of us are, how the hell am I going to teach you to get better, Princeton? If I don't know what it's like to get in an argument with someone because we have been communicating only through text, how am I going to help you? If I have never um, had the curse of perfectionism on myself, how am I going to help you to get out of that? So everything that we go through, everything that we grow through, grow through is meant for us to then share with others to help them on their journey. Awesome. Thank you so much, Renee. Guys, I, I'm loving this. I've had the pleasure to, to really just talk to her. She's been in, in my space and my energy all day today, and I just can't get enough of it. But what I want to do is I want to allow you guys to ask some questions. You know, if you're listening right now and you're like, you know what, you know, communication and me really owning my power and me showing up is something that I struggle with. If you have questions right now that you would like to ask Renee, um, I'm going to open the floor right now. Is there anyone here? Flash your mics. I see Susie flashing her mic. Is there anyone else that would like to ask a question? Go ahead, Susie, right now. Uh, we'll take it off with you. Vincent, thank you for the opportunity to ask a question. And Renee, oh, my girl sister, you are my kind of friend. Um, this has been so powerful because I, too, am in the communication space. But you said something early on that made me stop and literally stop and take notes. Uh the when people say I don't want to talk about it and so my question to you I just had this conversation with my mom because one of the big jokes in our family growing up with my kids was well you know we're going to talk about it so let's you know just lay it on the table I mean people used to pay offer to pay money to come sit at our dinner table and just be part of our family circus of conversations because we talked about everything but my question to you in in light of that is how do you deal with and what do you say to the people who literally have been raised or are wired to to not talk about it. I was teaching a, 
uh, thing for a, sorry, doing a workshop for a corporate CEO team the other day, and we were talking about avoiding and appeasing, and I literally ran out of answers. They're like, well, what, so my question to you as an expert and a master and someone I want to learn even more from is what do you say when they're like, we just don't, we're just not comfortable, we're just not wired that way, because I think you and I are wired similarly, we're like, let's just have the throwdown. let's just get it out there. So what do you say in those moments to help them move past their uncomfortableness and embrace the reality that talking about it could be the best thing for them? Hi, Susie. Thank you so much. Yes, I literally feel like you're a soul sister already. I think our families would get along well. <laughs> yeah, this is such a good freaking question because you're right. And this is what I had to learn as, as I was saying to you. I realized once I went to college, as I said, that was the first time I was out of my own bubble. And I realized, oh, Renee, uh, not everyone sits around the freaking kitchen table and talks about everything, you know, every possible thing under the sun. And I realized like I had a roommate and she was kind of exactly how you're describing. And I want to share this story with you. And it's actually in the book. Um, but I'll give you a little like preview of, of it because this really tailors to what you're asking. I have this amazing client. And she and I were working together. And she said something to me that now I have coined. It's in the book. Because she explained that that was how her family was. They, She said, Renee, we never talked about feelings growing up. She goes like, that's why I became an avoider. And in the first chapter of my book, I talk about discovering your communication home. How is the way, what is the way that you're most comfortable communicating? Some of us are avoiders. Some of us are passive aggressive. Some of us jump to anger. Some of us don't talk at all, right? And it's a great little uh, guideline for you to figure out what is your communication home. And she said to me that she was an avoider and this has now affected her in her life. She's in her late twenties. And she said, Renee, my family growing up was communication phobic. And I was like, Oh my God, that is so good. Like this describes so many people and so many families. So for her, what I explained is if you are for, for, my client, for anyone listening who, who may be this way, isn't comfortable, you know, directly communicating, isn't comfortable sharing their feelings, you start small. And you start small, base level, by first communicating with yourself. And every day waking up, getting out a piece of paper, if you don't have a journal, if you have a journal, take that out and ask yourself this one simple question. How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Take five minutes and let the freaking pen flow. Why is that powerful and important, especially for someone who isn't used to that verbal direct communication? Because it does a few things. It takes out, it's like um, a stream of consciousness. It pulls everything going on in that subconscious mind that we don't think of on a daily basis, pulls it into your conscious mind through your hand and onto the page. And after you look back at it, what often happens is you feel like someone else wrote it because you're like, hold up. Oh, I'm still pissed about that thing. I didn't think I was still mad about it. Oh my God. And all of a sudden it becomes a spiritual mirror for you to be held up and reflect back to you what's really going on. And you start to do this every day in the morning and at night. So that way you get the crap out from your day before you go to bed so you can sleep well. And then when you're in an interaction with someone that is asking you to express yourself, you write it down first. 
Collect your thoughts through pen and paper. Again, not typing on a phone. There's something powerful and empowering. It's like Joseph McClendon says, what we write, we invite. And you get it down on paper, out of your head, onto the page. And then what you can do is actually use that as a little crutch. So when you need to interact with that person, you kind of have a little cheat sheet, right? Well, Susie, I was really upset the other day when you said that thing to me, right? And it's almost like you have a little list in front of you. And the more you do this, the more comfortable you become. Now to take it back to my client, to my client, when she did this exercise and we started working together, she comes back to me a few weeks later and she says, Renee, I have to tell you something. She said, I was on a phone call with a woman I'm doing freelance work for, and I could tell on the phone she was displeased with something that I had done. She said, and I could feel the energy, and she said, we hung up the phone, I didn't say anything, and all of a sudden, I sat there by myself and I realized, oh my God, I need, I have to say something. She said, and before I could think about it consciously, she said I was already dialing. I didn't know what I was gonna say, she said, but when the woman picked up the phone, she simply addressed it. And right after she did, it was this amazing conversation. The two of them decided to part ways and she hung up the phone, feeling this sense of empowerment. Why? Because from this practice, she got into the habit of communicating with herself. So in that moment, she could get in touch with her intuition and she spoke from there. So all that to say, Susie, it all starts with that communication within ourselves, especially when we are people who did not grow up in these over-communicative atmospheres. Does that help? Does that make sense? Oh, my gosh. Girl, this was fabulous. I'm DMing you. I'm breaking my mic applauding. I took notes with my hand and pen. So look in your clubhouse DMs, and we are definitely going to chat. That was so powerful. I hope everybody heard that. And I, uh, Morgan James is my publisher, too. If I can endorse your book, I would love to do that. Yes, we will be communicating, my friend. I'm, I'm, it makes me so happy that, that that helps because thank you for asking that question. It is so important because this is what so many people struggle with as communicators. So thank you for opening up that door and we will be speaking. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Man, Renee, you could go on and on. And, you know, we're, we're, we've been bumped to 30-minute segments, and I feel like there's so much more. But you and I are going to have – we're going to be hosting a room where we're going to be talking about communication. So if you guys are not following Renee right now, make sure you are following her. Shoot her a message. Catch up on what she's doing. Check out her links and check out her book. And, um, Renee, real quick before we exit, and I hand it off to Tara – um, how can they reach you? What are, you know, and, and where can they learn more about your book? Yes. So I have a surprise for you all this. I just announced it literally right before this clubhouse. So starting September uh, 27th on Monday, that's in two weeks, I am hosting a free, I repeat free virtual summit called the Becoming a Master Communicator Summit. You guys, this is going to blow your mind. I'm interviewing these six incredible experts in various fields who have used communication to help them thrive in their businesses and lives in general. I just need to say one of the amazing speakers is Miss Lolita E. Walker on this stage. Wait till you hear this woman. And our interview is so powerful. I have Chaz Palminteri, the Oscar-nominated actor, director, writer, Stuart K. Robinson, Barry Baumgartner, and 
you're, you're just going to be blown away. So sign up for that. Go right to my Instagram. It's in the bio. And all you have to do be beyond that is DM me. I want to know you. I want to connect. That's why I love communication. You guys, I love to connect with my people. And if you're interested in the book, it's available for pre-order. All you have to do again, just type this, write this down, becoming a master communicator.com. You pre-order the book. You get two incredible bonuses right when you order the book. And when you do send me a picture of your receipt, I love to share it so we can build together uh, get the word out about the book. But as I said, follow me on Instagram and I look forward to seeing you guys at the summit. Thank you so much for, for hosting me on this beautiful platform in this room, Princeton. You know, I love you. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> I'm going to hand it off to Tara now, but I want to, I just want to just thank you for this time. Tara, I apologize for, you know, coming in on your time two minutes over, but Tara, you know, me and Tara were actually going back and forth over who was going to interview you because she was going to interview you and I was going to interview you. But we were like, OK, well, one of us has to interview you. And we just have so much love for you, Renee. And so I'm just grateful that you were able to be here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.